TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good afternoon, everyone. Obviously, the last couple of weeks have been uh, very busy for myself, but I've had the chance to settle in my, into my new role as GM of the Buffalo Sabres. Finding the right person to lead our players on the ice has always been the main priority. After reviewing some potential candidates, I clearly fear, feel we have the right man here. His Hall of Fame playing career and international accomplishments speak for themselves. During his tenure with the National Predators, he, he developed one of the top defensive groups in the National Hockey League. His hard work helped the Preds on their memor memorable run to the Stanley Cup Finals this year. He's a very familiar face to Western New York, and he proudly wore our logo for eight years. With that, I would like to officially introduce the 18th head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, Phil Housley. Uh, thank you, Jason. Um, this week has been incredible for me. Um, uh, there's a lot of people I need to thank, but uh, uh, it, it, this is a very exciting time for me in my life uh, for a lot of reasons. First of all, I'd like to thank Terry and Kim Pagula and Jason for this great opportunity um, and having the confidence in me to be the new head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Second, I'd like to thank the Nashville Predators. Uh, me an opportunity and be a part of a coaching staff there that did tremendous things. Uh, and third, I'd like to thank my wife, Karen, um, you know, it's funny, this is my 32nd anniversary today, and uh, just a short story that uh, I didn't get a card for her, and I met with Jason this morning and got offered the job as, as the new head coach, so I walked back to the room and I said, you know, I forgot to get you a card, and she had her cards on the table, and I said, but I'm the new head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, and I said, happy anniversary, so mm -hmm. it was a great present. Um, <laughs> But I'm very proud uh, and excited to be a part of this organization. You know, um, looking back uh, 35 years to be, being drafted by the Buffalo Sabres, I didn't realize how passionate the people are here. And, um, you know, Karen and I started our family here. We had two kids born uh, in Buffalo. Uh, and, I, and I feel that I'd like to try to get that passion back as a head coach. And I'm, re I'm really excited to be a part of the organization. Uh, again, I'd like to thank Jason um, in our communication uh, for uh, providing this opportunity to me. Okay, we'll uh, open up for questions now. Hi, Phil. Uh, Tom Martin with Channel 4 in town. Um, like you said, it's been a crazy time for you. What was it like to now suddenly adjust your trajectory, what you've been building with Nashville? Why was this the right time to take a job as a head coach? I just feel I'm ready. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I knew this organiza organization before. Uh, I'm really excited 
for that challenge um, to be a head coach of a hockey team. And I think what we built in Nashville, I can really relate to that with the players that we had there in the defensive core. Um, and I think we can do the same here in Buffalo. Philip, John Worrell with the Associated Press. Congratulations. What is it like as you arrived back in Buffalo, as you were driving down here, where I believe it was yesterday, and, and seeing the city and knowing that 35 years ago, you know, it's been 35 years, what was it like and what is it like to bookend, you know, starting your career, your hockey career in Buffalo, and now starting your head coaching career, NHL head coaching career in Buffalo? Well, I'm just excited, you know. Um, uh, be a part of this organization and seeing the change that has happened uh, from when I played to to now it's an exciting time and it's an exciting time for me um, to be able to work with incredible people here I know it's the emotions of me the last week um, you know being two games away from the Stanley Cup and being a head coach it's been a terrific ride really um, and I'm excited to get to work Hi, Phil. Mike Harrington, Buffalo News. Um, you saw one of Jack Eichel's signature moments firsthand in January with the overtime goal, and he's the focus of this club, and it didn't go well for Jack with the previous head coach. As a former star player yourself, how do you see the, the way you're going to get through to young star players, and how significant is it to quickly build a relationship with Jack Eichel, which will then spread through the rest of the club? Well, I think that's, that's the, the key right there is creating a relationship and getting to know him. Um, and I can only draw from past experiences. Um, you know, you look at the guys that we had in Nashville, like that PK and Subban was a tremendous personality. I think uh, I can use that uh, experience trying to get the jack. And I think it's about creating a late relationship and getting to know the player uh, and what he's about and what he brings to the team. And I think he's a terrific talent like you said, and I'd like to get the most out of them. Uh, Phil, Heather Prusak with Channel 2 here in Buffalo. Uh, with Dan Bilesma, it seemed like there was a clear disconnect between players and coaches. How are you going to start by getting players all on the same page? Well, I think it's, it's again, about creating those relationships uh, with your players. And, and, and they got to know where you stand, and you got to know where they stand. And, uh, um, you know, I think it's a culture thing too. I think uh, you got to build the foundation, uh, set the standards, um, and I think that, that those, those type of things that when you start building something, they can build off that and, uh, and it's, a, it's a good experience. Bill, Andy Young with Spectrum News here in Buffalo. You saw firsthand and were a big part of seeing a team make a run to a Stanley Cup final. What do you need to see from this team? What do you need to build here to make that happen? And, and why was this an appealing job in that aspect? Well, I think, again, I, I, it just goes back to the culture. I think, you know, I hate to draw the things from Nashville, but, um, you know, we looked at our team in, in Nashville, and we were supposed to, you know, do great things. And, and we started out 2-7-1, and one, and you, you can't get to the playoffs in October. You know, and it's going to be a process, but, again, it's about creating that culture and, and building and then having the trust in that culture as you move forward. And, and that's part of the process. And uh, I think 
I think that's, we're definitely going to be competitive. We're, I think the people that come to the games are going to really like the brand of hockey here. Uh, I think the guys will be excited to play the, the brand of hockey that I'm going to bring forward. Um, and, and I think that's just part of the whole process, building uh, the culture. Hi, Terry. Uh, John Bogle with the Buffalo News. As you recently you talked about discipline, structure, communication, character. As you went through the hiring process with these two, what stood out about those four things that you were really looking for with these two guys? Well, uh, if you listen to them speak, you, you can see that um, you know they have both the basic foundation of what they believe is carried through their lives. Uh, Jason was a was a, a great young hockey player and moved up uh, well-respected inside the Penguins organization and rose pretty quickly up, up their ladder in management. And, and this guy, um, uh, 1982, he's drafted. And, uh, you know, 1982, I'm sitting in the Reds watching him play hockey. Uh, and he's come a long way. He, he has humbled himself by uh, having the career he had in the National Hockey League and then coaching high school hockey. You know, not, not coming out at the end of his career and saying, I want to be an assistant coach in the National Hockey League, whatever. He's, he's learned his trade. He started at the bottom humbly. He didn't play humble, but he started his coaching career in, in that kind of fashion. Jason, Bill Hoppe, Times-Herald. Why exactly is Phil the right coach at this time to lead the Sabres? Well, I think I was just drawn to, um, one, his organizational skills. You talk to anybody with the National Predators or USA Hockey, uh, Phil's extremely prepared for his meetings. He's very detailed and uh, um, goes about it in a very uh, uh, concise way. Second is just his communication skills. Uh, he's found a way, whether star players, uh, up-and-coming young defensemen, he's found a way to interact with them uh, on a personal level that's been able to get the most out of his players. And thirdly, just his track record in development, whether it's in high school, whether it's juniors, whether it's the National Hockey League, um, he gets the most out of his players, most out of the young players. And I think those traits really resonated in the interview process, and I feel very comfortable that he's, he's the right man for the job. Bill Paul Hamilton, good to see you again, WGR. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you talked about your brand of hockey. What is your brand of hockey? What are you going to be bringing and what are you going to be teaching to these players? Well, I really believe in development. Uh, it's, it's, uh, especially with the young team, this bring uh, highly skilled practices. And, uh, but I think the brand of hockey is, is just being an uh, attacking mindset, playing with speed, playing with pace. Uh, playing fast and uh, that includes a five-man attack so uh, our defense are going to be very involved in the play uh, you know we have to play good defense obviously but I think if we can get five guys up in the play whether it's on a breakout through neutral zone or or in the offensive zone I think that it gets the odds in your favor so um, you know it's gonna it's gonna be fast. Bill Mapove, WKBW. You already talked about Eichel, but when you look at this roster, any other pieces in particular stand out, maybe from coaching against them or just from taking a quick glance when you were in the interview process? Well, I, I signed my contract three days ago, so I, but just to, just to looking at the roster quickly, I think there's, it, it's, it, it's amazing when you look at this roster, 
how many good pieces there are. Um, you look at Ryan O'Reilly, uh, Kyle Ocposo, uh, Jack Eichel, um, you know, Matt Molson has been a 20-goal scorer in this league. You know, Tyler Ellis brings energy uh, and speed to the game. And uh, the decor with uh, Rustalainen and McCabe, uh, those guys are cornerstones of this franchise. So there's a lot of intriguing pieces about this hockey club. Phil, obviously the defense in Nashville got you a lot of notoriety, and that starts with the talent. There's Subban and Ekholm and Yossi and Ellis, and that talent isn't here yet, but how much what you can do with Ristolainen, with McCabe, who you know, with Gooley and the prospects, how much can you translate the things you did there to here, and how much was it simply a case of the talent, and it's going to take time to develop that kind of thing here? Well, uh, you know, like those guys were young at one point, too. You know, you look like uh, Ellis and Matthias Ekholm. You know, Roman was there before, but, uh, you know, even in his maturity as a player, and I think it's just developing them. Uh, I, I, I understand that they're good, but we've got a lot of good players on this team, too. And it's about just learning the system, learning to play the way we want to play, and they will be heavily involved in our attack. Um, and I'm not saying we're going to go reckless abandon here. We're, you know, we're not going to be reckless in, in defensive liabilities, but we want to have our defense into the play. And, then, and that's going to take, you know, that's part of the process of knowing what the structure is of our systems and, and getting to learn uh, the play for me. So uh, I think they can be really good pieces moving forward here uh, on our team. And just a quick follow-up, is Ellis really out of that four? Ellis is the guy who is most noted for you know, he struggled early as a younger player and developed, and that's the kind of player you can show guys here that when he struggled, he worked through it and became the player he became. Well, it's a great example, but we're going to focus on our guys. Uh, you know, I appreciate what Nashville players did in Nashville, but we're going to really focus on our guys and what they bring to the table and their strengths and try to get them better. Hi, Phil. Over here. Uh, John Javad with Channel 2. No, there's a lot of us. Um, how have your experiences as a player here in Buffalo, as an assistant, also on the world stage, how have they shaped who you will be as a head coach? I think uh, experience is, is, a, is a valuable asset. Just going through the ups and downs, uh, not getting too high, too low. I try to stay pretty even keeled. Um, but one of the things I do have learned is, is patience. You know, it, there's times, you know, we, we want to win, and, and we're, we're going to be competitive. And, and we know breeding uh, breeds confidence. But there's those ups and downs that you have to go through uh, and sometimes makes your teams better by going through that. And that's one of the things I learned. There's, there's always something to the madness, and there's always a message. And uh, hopefully we can learn from those, those messages. Dale Musson, WYRK in Buffalo. Phil, can you reflect on some of your memories of uh, what it was like living in Buffalo as a young man? It was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the people of Buffalo are very passionate about their team. And uh, if they see an honest effort, they're going to support you. And uh, um, just remember the crowd, uh, crowds at the odd, uh, the fans coming to the rink, you know, high-fiving you after the game. and. Uh, I mean, it's an exciting time for me, obviously, uh, being the, named the head coach, but I, I'm going to draw on those past memories because uh, it's an exciting sports town. Phil, Phil or J and or Jason, any, the fact that, Phil, do you hold any 
grudges against Jason because he built the team that beat your team? He helped build the team that beat your we're, team. We're over that now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, um, are there any recollections of you two playing together in Calgary? I know you, you were there for a couple of years, and whether any bond was formed at that point. There wasn't much of a bond. It was a couple games in the training camp, and uh, you know that's been the unique situation here. Is uh, there, there isn't a strong relationship that's been built over years. There's been always been a respect level from afar of what Phil's accomplished, and uh, obviously uh, throughout the spring here, doing due diligence on on people on on some of his background and communicating with people, whether it's USA Hockey or other sp stops that he's made along the way, trying to get to know him a little bit more. Uh, and then obviously finally sitting down and after the finals there and talking with them, uh, it was exciting how our communication sort of flowed back and forth and how so many of our ideas on how to build a team and how we want a team to play um, sort of gelled together in that regards. And certainly we will have to continue to improve our relationship and keep that dynamic going. Um, but it just seemed like a, a good fit and very excited to have him right here beside me now. Uh, two players that you have. First, Jake McCabe. What did you see in Jake to make him the captain of your world junior team? And Brendan Gooley, I know you probably have not seen him, but he might be a guy who could skate as well as you did at 19 years old. Does that excite you as a coach? Well, I'm all for it. No, <laughs> uh, But no, Jake McCabe, um, what a, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is character. You know, uh, when we started evaluation camp in August, there's a lot of talent on that team, and, and there was a lot of really good tough competitors and Jake fell in between and and I think you needed that type of guy to draw guys closer and, and keep them tighter because in a tournament like that obviously you don't have a lot of time and you've got to be able to get a team tightness and I thought he, he, he really did that with his leadership um, and that's why he was chosen captain and um, he, he scored some big goals for us but I really liked what he brought to the table as bringing the guys together and a terrific person. Bill, Jim Fink from Business First. You started your playing career, Scotty Bowman was a coach, Red Berenson I believe was still an assistant coach here. Are there coaches like that that you pattern yourself or want to pattern yourself after as head coach? Well, I'd like to take all the coaches I've had, and I've had a lot of them uh, in 21 years that, uh, you know, you try to take a little piece of knowledge from every, everybody, but, uh, um, and, 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 and that includes Barry Trotz and Peter Laviolette, terrific people, terrific coaches, so you try to, Try to little, take a little piece of what you've learned and experienced and, and try to be the best coach you can be. Coach, over here, uh, ABC Rochester. Uh, this moment for you, being drafted by the Sabres, then you know, starting your coaching career with high school, now coming full circle and being the head coach of the Sabres, has this moment yet sunk in? I'm telling you, um, it's, it's been really special. Um, and it's really ironic, right, that um, you know, I started my career here coming out of high school, and um, I'm able to come out of coaching high school and get my first head job. And, uh, um, you know, I can't thank the Buffalo organization enough. But, no, I don't really think it's sunk in, really. I know my wife and I and my family are really excited to come back to Buffalo and be a part of this community. Uh, but I, I'm really looking forward to the challenge, and I'm really excited. I don't think people realize... Um, how pumped I am about coming back to Buffalo and being a part of this organization and trying to do something special here. 
Uh, just two quick maybe housekeeping items. Uh, Jason, could you comment just any update or uh, the expectation of Kyle Ocposo being ready for training camp? And then the second thing would be, Bill, you said just a minute ago you signed your contract three days ago. Did I hear that right? I'm sorry, three hours ago. <laughs> three hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would, thank you for that. Um, uh, in regards to Kyle, we've had conversations with him, and our expect you know everything's looking great from Kyle. He uh, physically looks great, you know, mentally looks great. Excited about uh, it was at a time where we hadn't named the head coach obviously yet, and excited about uh, what could happen and the, some of the changes that were going on in the organization. And from our standpoint, everything will be ready for him at the start of training camp, just like all our other players. And the other thing, Jason, was on the the process of going through candidates. Basically, the entire hockey world expected you to interview Rick Tockett. Why was that not done? Main reason, I have a ton of respect for what has, uh, has gone on in Pittsburgh. Uh, obviously, my ties there run deep, and um, it's a situation where Rick is going to be a, a head coach in the very near future. Um, but I, I just felt it wasn't a situation where I needed to go through an interview process working with him for three-plus years. I knew exactly what uh, Rick Talk at Jacques Martin brought to the table. And uh, I think you look at the situation in Pittsburgh, it's, it's what we want to try to create here on our staff. You talk about Mike, Mike Sullivan obviously gets a lot of the attention, but they are a great group that work together and, and complement each, uh, uh, each other extremely well. And that's what uh, working with Phil here over the next little bit, bringing assistance in and, and evaluating the, the coaching staff, we want to make sure we find, build a staff that complements Phil extremely well. Okay, a couple more guys. Uh, John Vogel with the Buffalo News again. Congratulations, Phil. He mentioned uh, you coach a little more humbly than you played. You mentioned learning patience. Everyone grows and changes from year to year. How different are you now than when you left Buffalo? Well, I think, uh, you know, obviously coaching in high school, it, it teaches you patience, but I think. Um, I think I'm, I, I want to be, you know, rubbing shoulders with the players, and because you know I understand what they're going through, and I think that's one of the biggest assets that I have is is going through the battles with them. I mean, there's that fine line, obviously, as a head coach, and the message got to be firm. But um, I think if you can get in there with them and and be a part of something, I think that's the one thing I learned that they'll they'll they'll, they'll play for you, you know, and. Uh, um, and it's incredible experience in Nashville being able to do that. And, and we need to have that communication with the players. We have to give these guys responsibility to make plays. And I think in, in return, they're going to make the right decisions. You know, you know, and that's part of the teaching part. So um, I just think that the relationship with players and the communication is, is a huge part of coaching. Bill, Randy Schultz, New York Hockey Online. Um, when you started your coaching, was it a goal for you to eventually get to the NHL, or did you just want to start out coaching and see where it took you? Well, you know, in my 21 career as a player, uh, I was very fortunate enough um, to play that, play that long. And then when I retired, um, I was called to duty by USA Hockey and the Four Nations Cup for a two-week stint with players because they were in the midst of some problems with their head coach. And, Lou Vero called me, and I, I, I got really excited about the emotions of the game without playing it. And then I was fortunate to get the Stillwater job. And I was able to watch my kids grow up because family was really important to me, uh, being a part you know, of the family. And then when I got later on, and I got you know, a World Junior opportunity, 
Um, you know, you have goals as a coach, too, that you want to become a head coach. Did I think I was going to be a head coach my first year at Stillwater High School? Probably not. But as I moved forward and the challenges became bigger, I, I really relished those challenges. And, uh, of course, the ultimate challenge is to be a head coach for the Buffalo Sabres, which I'm looking forward to. Hi, Phil. Uh, Tom Martin again with Channel 4. Uh, in your Hall of Fame speech, you said you thanked the Sabres for taking a chance on a 165-pound kid uh, soaking wet. If that's how you described yourself back then, how would you describe who you are in your life right now? Well, I'm over 200 pounds, so that's not <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think, you know, like I described myself, intense, patient, competitive, um, uh, willing to win, uh, respect, respect, credible. Um, those are some of the words that come to mind. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you learn from your experiences and, uh, you know, those things change every day, but uh, those are some of the f words that I would probably describe myself as today. And as a quick follow-up, talking about implementing your brand of attacking hockey, how coaches talk about wanting to play at tempo, and, and it's not always done so easily. How do you plan how much patience are you going to have to have with this group, and is it a matter of getting the right players to play your style, or can you put it in there right away? I think it's just a matter of uh, just that's part of the process. You know, and coaches talk about the process, but I think it comes with uh, uh, starting a training camp, you know, setting the guidelines, the structure, and putting it in place and what, what they're expected to do. Uh, and then our practices are going to be very high tempo. I'm not a big believer in, you know, an hour, an hour, 15 but they will be high tempo, and that's where you learn uh, the skill and, and, and development is in those practices. And, you know, it's going to be competitive as well. Uh, but that's where I think you have to draw from. And then the games, I believe, become a little easier because you are prepared uh, to play that way. Okay, last one, Jonah. This question's for Terry. Um, for the last handful of months, we've seen UGM, new head coach for both teams, and one of the similarities they all share is they were never a GM or a head coach before. Was that something that you made a point of during this entire search over the last four months or so? Is that kind of just dumb luck? I don't think we made a, we didn't make that a point, but now that you mention it, it's a good point. <laughs> they're all first timers at, at what they're doing. And um, I think if you look at all of them individually, the four of them, uh, they all spent some very uh, resourceful learning years with uh, organizations where they were well respected and they had some success, both uh, uh, with the other team and, and sitting next to me here. So uh, it wasn't the plan, but you know, the guys that won out, won out. Follow-up: um, The benefit or the pros. Of what was having, that? I the positives know. of having four guys, Bills included, uh, that have not held that position before, but maybe hungry for for an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. What are the positives in your mind? Uh, hey, I'm a new owner. Uh, you know, there's positives in everything you try you do in life. Uh, it's not like they don't know uh, hockey or football. They've been involved in it their whole careers, so uh, you know it's everyone has to start somewhere, right? Okay, thanks everyone. Uh, we'll do a quick picture here. 
That'll do it for the press conference. Phil Housley introduced as the new Sabres coach. He will be on. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.